Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is Linda Thompson, your host for The Author Show. Every now and then, an author hits a home run with their first book. Such is the case for author Danny Johnson's book, The Last Road Home, a novel that explores race relations, first love, and coming of age in North Carolina in the 1950s and 60s. Danny joins us today to tell us more about The Last Road Home. Danny, welcome to The Author's Show. Well, thank you for having me, and good morning. Danny, will you please give us a quick overview of The Last Road Home? Yes. The book is set in the 50s and 60s in the South and tells the story of a 8-year-old white orphan farm boy who meets a 8-year-old African-American girl living on an adjoining farm where her parents are uh, sharecroppers. They become best friends as children and lovers as they get older. When they get discovered by the KKK, each of them must make life changing decisions, you know, I mean, they can't continue to exist as they are, so they have to make life-changing decisions for their futures. And uh, hers is to escape the South, and his is to go in the military in time for the Vietnam War. And along the way, there are secrets and things going on that have deadly consequences. So tell me, what served as the inspiration for your storyline in The Last Road Home? Well... The way I find my characters is I just start typing. I sit down and I say, you know, i got nothing going. Let's just start typing words. And out of that came the two characters. So I had to put them somewhere. And I used to live on a farm in the summers and other times with my grandparents. And so I knew a lot about farming. I knew what pigs looked like and et cetera. So I put them there. And then, as John Hart says, it's a groping hope. You know, you just let the characters tell you what they want, the story they want to tell you, and you just simply take it down and and write it down for the most part. You know, sounds a little weird, but I think more writers do that than anything else. John Grisham just plans it out from day one in the first, you know, that kind of thing. I I can't do that, you know. It's not any fun if you do that to me. I have to agree with that, Danny. Tell me, did you write your book with any particular type of reader in mind? I expected folks that would read the book would be either folks that live in the South, have lived in the South, or interested in the South, you know, because that's where it's set. And uh, I didn't know my book was actually historical fiction until I won the uh, North Carolina (laughs) Award for Sir Walter Raleigh Award for historical fiction, but in the U.S., historical fiction was in the 50s and 60s. You know, in England, it's in the 1100s and <laughs> that kind of thing. So uh, I expected them to be those kind of people, and I hope they would be African-American people. I hope they would be white people and get a feel for what actually the racial divide, the racial strife was. And I like to touch on, during that era, all three things, the the Cultural Revolution that was going on in America, the Vietnam War, and the racial strife in in the South. If you could compare The Last Road Home with any other, what would that other book be? 
I don't know. I hope it's like no other. <laughs> Great answer. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, most I, of us... I am a big yeah. I am a big a, a big fan of Southern. I am a Southern writer, and I'm proud to be that. But my heroes in that business are people like Ron Rash and William Gay and Rick Bragg, and of course Ms. Lee. So, I, what I'm trying to do. This book and future books, if somebody sees my name on there, they sort of know what to expect. In other words, they're going to get a good read. They're going to get interesting characters. And it will generally be the same every time. And I know that might sound boring, but, you know, I think when you get ready to spend your money, you you sort of want to know what to expect for it, you know. I'm glad a lot of people took a chance on my first book, but, you know, I hope from now on that will be the difference. Makes good sense. Are your characters based on people you know, or are they pure imagination? They are pure imagination from the universe. And meaning, I, I, most times I just, as I said before, I just simply sit at the computer, start typing words, and the characters will come out. And I just finished another book that I do it the same way. They just show up, I listen to them. And we just work together to get the story they want told out there. Will your characters Junebug, Fancy, and or Lightning return to us in a sequel or a series? been asked about that many times. A lot of people have asked uh, me to do a sequel to it, and I tell them I, I probably could only mess it up, you know. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed Fancy as a character. She she has a lot of spunk and spirit, and but something may come back down the line at a later date, but not not right now. The Last Road Home spans several decades from the Jim Crow laws to the days of the Vietnam War. There's a lot of turmoil during this time. Was it your intent to spark conversation about these issues? Was at least to inform about the issues. I tried to keep all those things that I talked about and covered while well, it's a fiction book that these are... Uh, to give people the real feel for what it actually was like, especially uh, if they're interested in the Vietnam era. I tried to show the June bug in that war and, and present it as, as close to what it was actually really like in the early days of it as possible. So I tried to make it real as far as the settings, the conversation, the dialect, that kind of thing. As a Southerner, Danny, do you believe the issue of race will ever be resolved both in the South and across the globe? No. I don't think it ever will, not in our lifetime. I hope it will because that's important to me, but I don't see a real future anytime soon for it resolving itself the way we would consider it resolved, you know. Not going to be sitting down smoking a peace pipe or something, you know. (laughs) Is there a special message in The Last Road Home that you would like your readers to remember? All of my work, the thing I want them to get out of it, and I try not to preach anything, is that we're all more alike than we are different. If you can read this book and not absolutely love fancy, you know, then you're reading the wrong book. But I'm a big believer in, in trying to show that without saying we should do this and we should do that but to come to your own enlightenment you know you mentioned that you were writing another book now can you give us a teaser about it it's a book called i'm just finished in fact i've been doing the last revision on it it's a book called cotton 
and it's about a an albino drug dealer in the 70s. And don't ask me where it came from, but it was just one of those universal things. I said, Bud, I, I don't know anything about drug dealing. He said, I'm going to teach you. <laughs> I love it. So, I think it's a good book, and I, what I try to do is give whoever the main protagonist is from whatever he came from to give him enduring, I mean, uh, uh, endearing personality, somebody that you'll be rooting for by the time you get to the end. I'm not about the blood and guts and all that. We all know that Southerners tend to name our offspring some rather unusual names. Your central character's <laughs> name is Junebug. Where did mm. that come from? When I was growing up, that was a typical nickname for a lot of boys. You know what I mean? It was not unusual at all. And I was going to make the title of the book Junebug and Fancy, and a good friend of mine, Jill McCorkle, I don't know if you ever heard of her, but great writer, but she said no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just a nickname that was common in the, in the South. What do you think makes The Last Road Home stand out in the crowd? Well, first I would hope it's well-written and appeals to uh, the readers through the characters, and it tells a story that we all hope would come true. While at some parts of it may not be what you hope would happen to, to them in the end, they... You know, I came up in the generation where Roy Rogers always rode off into the sunset victorious, you know. <laughs> it all ended well. And that's the way I want all my work to do. I don't want it to end badly. So I hope it gives, I hope, it gives hope and I hope it gives understanding. But most of all, I, I just want them simply to enjoy it. Will you please read for us an excerpt of your book for our listeners? I will be glad to. This is at... Uh, sort of early in the book or at a time after they have uh, Junebug and Fancy have established their relationship and it has gotten becoming stronger and they are at a holiday pig picking at the neighbor's house and uh, of course Fancy's father has to do all the cooking and, and you know so forth but anyway uh, her and Junebug are uh, eating and, and talking Roy had been up all night smoking the hog over hot wood coals and a pit dug in the ground. The pig was ready by sundown, and everybody helped themselves. I took a plateful around to sit in a swing on the porch, sick of listening to foul-mouthed farmers with a gut full of liquor. Fancy followed and sat on the steps. This is good, ain't it, Junebug? My mouth was full of pig and potato salad. Your daddy sure knows how to cook a hog. By the time we went in for seconds, the stars were out bright and a breeze stirred the humid air enough to keep mosquitoes away. Fancy finished her plate and sat staring up at a bottom-lip moon. What's your dream, Junebug? Quickest scratch loud and lizards darted through the grass searching for him. About what? I was so full I was miserable. I don't know. The rest of your life, what do you want to be? Never thought much about it. I'm not much for rules, so that I don't figure to work out any better with a public job than it does in a public school. I like farming pretty good. Don't have to be beholden to other folks. What's yours? She hugged her knees and bent her head to rest her chin on her arms. Like to see something of this world, wear pretty clothes, be something other than some house nigger walking around with babies on my hip, bowing and scraping the white folks. Don't know how it ever happened, though. 
some of my life don't feel any different than them slaves I read about in school. The hurt in the voice was plain. I realized I had no idea what it was like to see the world through her eyes. I moved to sit on the steps. If a person can't dream, how can they ever have any hope, Junebug? She squeezed my wrist. I like I'm able to talk to you. When Fancy turned her face up, tears filled the corner of her eyes. If any person could make a dream come true, Fancy, it would be you. I wanted to tell her it would be all right, but I didn't know if it would be the truth. Wow. Wow. So tell me, Danny, where can we learn more about you? And most of all, where can we purchase The Last Road Home? The book can be purchased at any place that sells books, any outlet stores or e-books, or you can even get it on Audible. My website is authordannyjohnson.com, pretty simple. And on there you can see everything that I'm doing and color my underwear and everything else. <laughs> but what I have in there is a contact, and I love to hear from folks who read my books and what they think and what they have to say, good or, good or bad. I like to connect with people. And I'll email them back. You know, I, I, the first one I ever got was a lady, 81-year-old lady in Vancouver, Washington, that emailed me. And I emailed her back and told her thank you for her kind words and so forth. And she emailed me back. She said, you know, I read about 50 books a year, and I email every one of the authors. And you're the only one that ever emailed me back. And I thought, my God, how sad is that? You know, oh, wow. 50 books a year, and, and you won't email this lady back? <laughs> so I don't get it, but I like people. Danny, it's been a real pleasure talking with you today. I can't wait to start reading The Last Road Home, and I just know a lot of our listeners are going to be feeling the same way. Thank you for sharing Junebug's story with us and for writing such an impactful book. When you publish your next one, will you come back and visit with us again? I would be more, more than happy to. And I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. A story with lots of twists and lots of emotions. I found myself wanting to sit down and read and see what was happening next. It was very well written. Our book club read it and we all liked it. Johnson's moving novel beautifully portrays the ways in which his young characters struggle to overcome the history that has so fully shaped their lives. That was a compilation of reviews for The Last Road Home that I hope will be an incentive for you to start reading. And I thank you for listening. Please visit theauthorsshow.com to listen to other featured authors. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide, on demand every day, 24-7. And for those who like audiobooks, please check out our audiobook store at theaudiobookmarket.com. If you have written a book and would like to be the guest on our show, visit theauthorsshow.com, complete the interview request form, and we will contact you shortly thereafter. The Author Show is a great way to market your book by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality interview that will make a real impact. Please visit us again as we continue to bring you great books and really interesting authors on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.